dearly beloved in Christ, in today's gospel, we see the disciples of Jesus crying out to him, asking him to teach them how to pray, just as John taught his disciples. This was a craving in their hearts. They wanted to know how to be in touch with God. Prayer keeps us in touch with God. Prayer keeps us in tune with God. Prayer draws us closer to God, so to speak. The God who is in us, who lives in us, and who is with us. In Luke 11, 1-4, we hear, Once Jesus was in a certain place praying, and when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, Say this, when you pray father may your name be held holy your kingdom come give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins for we ourselves forgive each one who is in debt to us and do not put us to the test remember the disciples said Lord, teach us to pray. Lord, teach us to pray. And Jesus said to them, Say this when you pray. Say this when you pray. Not if you pray. When you pray. Beloved, prayer is supposed to be part and parcel of our lives. Dear friends, if we believe in prayer, we will pray. If we claim to believe in prayer and we don't make time to pray, friends, the very fact of not making time to pray is a proof that we don't believe in prayer. Friends, Jesus believed in prayer. Jesus believed in prayer and so he prayed. If you believe in prayer, you will pray. If you believe in prayer, According to Jesus Christ, you will pray. And dear friends, let us remember this. There is power in the presence of the Lord. There is power in praying to Jesus Christ. There is power in praying in the Holy Spirit. There is power in being in tune with God the Father through the Holy Spirit. Very soon I will link us to some scriptures to teach us and to show us how we need to desperately depend on the Holy Spirit. Dear friends, let us remember a fish cannot live outside water. A fish cannot survive, can, uh, cannot survive outside water. Friends, we are supposed to live in God. We belong to God and we are supposed to live in God. Outside of God, we cannot survive. Outside of God, we cannot live. Outside of God, we will be miserable. And friends, when we are in prayer to God, the God of Jesus Christ, we are in union with God. 
in Acts 17 28 St. Paul says it is in him that is in Christ Jesus it is in him we live and move and have our being it means outside of him we cannot live outside of Jesus we cannot move and outside of Jesus we cannot have our being friends we cannot know our true selves we cannot live truly and happily and joyfully and fulfill and fulfill our I mean our destinies and be fulfilled in life unless we are united with God in prayer Jesus didn't hide it from us in John 15:3 in John 15:5 he says apart from me you can do nothing apart from me you can do nothing friends if we believe that indeed apart from him we will we can do nothing we will pray friends Jesus is fact uh, is very true to us and very honest to us outside of him the only thing we can achieve is nothing we may seem to be achieving things or things may appear to be progressing and going smoothly without prayer so to speak but friends at the end of it all it will end in failure at the end of it all it will end in failure but friends if you are in tune with god the god of jesus christ you are in touch with him in prayer in studying the word in meditation making quality time to sit at his feet things may not be going your way things may not be going smoothly i tell you but in the end you will achieve greatness in the end you will succeed in the end you will see the god of jesus christ at work because no one goes into his presence and leaves him. And if Jesus says, apart from me, you can do nothing, it means with him, you can do something. And indeed he says, with me, all things are possible. Friends, friends, anytime or when we are not making time to pray, all we are non-verbally telling God is that we don't need him. When we are not people of prayer, when we are not making time to pray, what we are telling God is that we don't need him and that we can make it on our own. And what a deception, what a lie from the enemy. And that is what the enemy does. But when we make time to sit at his feet and pray, we are telling God that, Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. And that is humility. And we are told that God will raise the, the humble. God will exalt the humble. God will listen to the cry of the humble. God is waiting for you and I to acknowledge him as our Lord and our King. That is Jesus Christ. Friends, let us make time to pray. And the good news is that God is more than ready to teach us. Listen to this. The disciples asked him, Lord, teach us to pray. And the Lord taught them how to pray. And he said, when you pray, not if you pray. When, not if. When, not if, it means it's supposed to be part and parcel of uh, part and parcel of us. Prayer is supposed to be part and parcel of us. And friends, in prayer to Jesus Christ, prayer keeps us in His presence, and in His presence there is fullness of joy. In His presence there is fullness of joy. No wonder David said in Psalm twenty-seven, "I yearn for only one thing, to be in Your house all the days of my life." There is one thing I seek. And there is one thing I ask. David said there is only one thing he asks. And it's interesting, the disciples did not ask for many things. They asked for only one thing today. They asked him to teach them how to pray. David said there is one thing I ask of the Lord, to dwell in his house all the days of, the of my life. In other words, to be in his presence. 
to be in his presence to be in the presence of the lord friends in the presence of the lord there is security in the presence of the lord there is there is peace in the presence of the lord there is progress in the presence of the lord there is success in the presence of the lord there is grace to overcome every trial every temptation every difficulty in the presence of the lord we are victorious in the presence of the lord we are more than conquerors friends make time that is it let us make time to be at the feet of jesus when you pray not if you pray and interestingly the disciples asked jesus who was with them at the time to teach them how to pray today you and i have the holy spirit in us listen to this friends in john chapter 16 in john chapter 16 Okay, let's take it from verse 14 first. Chapter 14. John chapter 14, verse 15 to 21. John 14, 15 to 21. Jesus said, If you love me, you will obey my commandments. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, who will stay with you forever. Do you hear that? He is the Spirit who reveals the truth about God. The world cannot receive him because it cannot see him or know him. But you know him because he remains with you and is in you. You know the Holy Spirit because you received him and he is in you. Friends, the Holy Spirit is in us. The Holy Spirit is in you. And friends, many of us, we neglect him. Friends, it is painful to be neglected. The Holy Spirit is in us and he is in you. And dear friends, I am encouraging you, talk to the Holy Spirit, communicate with the Holy Spirit. And so today, our prayer should not even be, Lord, teach me how to pray. Our prayer should be, Holy Spirit, teach me how to pray. Holy Spirit, teach me how to pray. Holy Spirit, teach me how to pray. Make that your prayer. And I encourage you to daily make time and just sit down quietly and talk to the Holy Spirit and ask him, Holy Spirit, teach me how to pray and listen. And that alone, as you unite your heart and your spirit with that of the Holy Spirit, so to speak, who is in you, friends, you will experience the presence of God. You will experience the reality of God, the awakening of the Holy Spirit in us. Friends, the Holy Spirit, in fact, he prays for us. And come to think about it, what, what kind of prayer will the Holy Spirit pray for us? The best of prayer. And that's why I want to encourage you also not to despise the gift of praying in tongues. In fact, yearn for the gift of praying in tongues. St. Paul tells us that he who prays in tongues is praying to God. And the spirit who searches all things prays the right kind of prayer. Perfect prayer. Straight prayer. Friends, in fact, many of us don't enjoy prayer because we are not able to pray in the spirit. Friends, sometimes we lack words to pray. And the book of Romans chapter 8 tells us that when we lack words to pray, the Holy Spirit prays in us. Some of us cannot endure in prayer because the Holy Spirit is not in charge of our prayer lives. If we will allow the Holy Spirit to be in charge of our prayer lives, friends, we will, we will pray for hours non-stop. We will pray for hours without getting tired. We will pray for hours enjoying His presence. Look, read also. Let's read also John 16. So even before we go to John 16, you know, Jesus said here that He is the Spirit of truth. He will stay with you forever. And that he, who, he is the one who reveals the truth about God. Friends, we need to be reminded of this fact. Jesus said, I am going and I'm sending you a helper. 
So the Holy Spirit is in our midst. The Holy Spirit is with us. And we are supposed to be so close to him. In a sense that, look, we must, be, we must remember that he is in us. And so we must always acknowledge him. We must always acknowledge his presence. And we must always talk to the Holy Spirit. And we will see wonders in our lives. We will, and we will see mysteries under, uh, in, in our lives. Jesus says that he is the one who knows the truth about God. The truth about God is known by the Holy Spirit. So if you want to know God, let us consult the Holy Spirit. Let us be in touch, in union with the Holy Spirit. Let us remind ourselves and let us be conscious to always talk with him because he is in us. The Holy Spirit lives in you. The Holy Spirit lives in me. Let us remember this truth and always remind ourselves about it. In John 16, verse 7 and verse 12 in particular, John 16, 7, Jesus said, I am telling you the truth. It is better for you that I go away. Because if I do not go, the helper will not come to you. But if I do go away, then I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will prove to the world about the fact that they are wrong about sin. That is verse 7. He says, it is good that I go. I am telling you the truth. It is better that I go. When I go, I will send you the Holy Spirit. Take note of that. And indeed, he sent the Holy Spirit. And so we have the Holy Spirit. Jesus has sent the Holy Spirit for our good and for our best, so to speak. He goes on to say in the verse 12, I have much more to tell you, but now it would be too much for you to bear. When, however, verse 13, when, however, the Spirit comes, who reveals the truth about God, do you hear that again? He will lead you into all the truth. He will lead you into all the truth about what? About everything that we need to know. About prayer. The Holy Spirit will teach us how to pray and all the truths about prayer. Friends, the best moment in life, the best moment in life is the moment of prayer. There is no greater blessing, there is no best time in this world than to be in the, in the presence of the Lord, to be united with God in prayer. That is the best moment ever. And so when God or Jesus is inviting us to pray at all times, all he's saying is that I want you to, have, to be in the best of times, to have the best of times all the days of your lives. When Jesus is asking us to, be, to pray at all times, in Luke 81 and St. Paul in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, all that they are asking us to do, pray at all times, is they are asking us to experience and to enjoy the best moments of life always. Always, not sometimes. And it's the Holy Spirit who will teach us the truth about God. In confirmation of that, we get in 1 John chapter 2, verse 24 to 27. Be sure then to keep your hearts, be sure then to keep in your hearts the message you heard from the beginning. That is 1 John chapter 2, verse 24 to 27. Be sure then to keep in your hearts the message you heard from the beginning. That is the word of God. If you keep this, that message, then you will always live in union with the Son of God, with the Son and the Father. In other words, if you dwell, if, you, if we will meditate on the word of God, if we will make time to meditate on, on the word of God, we will always live in union with the Son and the Father. And this is what Christ himself promised to us, eternal life. Jesus says, 26, I am writing this to you 
about those who are trying to deceive you. But as for you, Christ has poured out his spirit on you. As long as his spirit remains in you, so take note, he poured the spirit upon us, but the spirit is living in us and it, 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 he, he remains in us. The Holy Spirit remains in us. He remains in us. So it says, as long as his spirit remains in you and you do, you do not need anyone to teach you. For his spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, teaches you about everything. And what he teaches is true, not false. Obey the Spirit's teaching, then, and remain in union with Christ. Friends, Jesus is telling us, or John in this context is telling us that, look, it is the Holy Spirit who will teach us the truth about God, about everything. The Holy Spirit, friends, let us cultivate a habit of talking and praying in the Spirit. A habit and, and a, a culture of communion with the Holy Spirit. A habit and a culture of being in touch with the Holy Spirit always. A culture of talking to the Holy Spirit. Friends, the Holy Spirit is in you. The Holy Spirit is in me. And he longs to teach us. Jesus says that he will teach us. The Holy Spirit will teach us. The Holy Spirit will teach us. And the Holy Spirit is in you and is in me. Let us make time daily to communicate with the Holy Spirit. I encourage you. Make time daily. Sit at the feet of Jesus and talk to the Holy Spirit who is in you. Conscientize yourself and tell the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, teach me to pray. Holy Spirit, teach me how to pray. And in fact, Holy Spirit, pray within me. And take your time and mean these words. And be conscious about the fact that God is in you. That the Holy Spirit is in you. Friends, you and I, we will experience transformation in our lives. We will experience joy and peace unspeakable and indescribable. We will experience the reality of God. Just make time daily. Sit down quietly and talk to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, teach me how to pray. Holy Spirit, lead me. And I encourage you, even as you go about your duties, friends, just be talking to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, let's do this. Holy Spirit, lead me here. Holy Spirit, guide me here. Holy Spirit, this. Holy Spirit, that. Holy Spirit, this. Holy Spirit, that. Friends, and you will be, you'll be marveled at the reality of the Holy Spirit. Friends, the Holy Spirit is key to the success of the Christian life. Without the Holy Spirit, friends, the scriptures become meaningless. Without the Holy Spirit, prayer becomes boring. Without the Holy Spirit, friends, life itself even becomes meaningless. But with the Holy Spirit, the scriptures become alive. With the Holy Spirit, prayer becomes more than enjoyable and more than fulfilling. And, and, and life becomes more fruitful and more, more meaningful to live, so to speak. Friends, let us draw closer to the Holy Spirit. Let us pray for a, a, a hunger to commune with the Holy Spirit. Let us be conscious of the presence of the Holy Spirit in us. And let us communicate with him day in and out. Indeed, Holy Spirit, teach us how to pray. Holy Spirit, teach us how to pray. Holy Spirit, grant us your prayer language. Holy Spirit, teach us and pray in us all the days of our lives. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Holy Spirit. And we love you, Holy Spirit. Increase our love for you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, teach us to acknowledge you all the days of our lives, always and all the time. 
We thank you, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Remain blessed. Have a blessed day. Remain blessed and remain connected to the Holy Spirit. For apart from him, we can do nothing. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, spouse of the Holy Spirit, pray for us.